Good evening. Today is July 21st, 2021. It is 6.45 p.m. I'm Rachel. And I'm Lisa. And you're listening to News and Brews. Today is July 12th, 2020. I just looked and the last time we recorded was March 29th. Before you went on your Grand Canyon trip? Yeah. Uh huh. I knew it's been a long it's time because I was looking time. at the stories I yeah. and I was like, 13 weeks ago, that's a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time. To our fan, Carolyn. <laughs> oh, and I heard that we have a new fan. Who? Uh, Audrey's best friend's dad, Clint, is our really? second fan. So welcome, Clint. Congratulations. <laughs> We're doing better than Flight of the Concords. I know. We have two fans. <laughs> I actually met him. Hello, Clint. What? Yeah, I met him in Hagen's. I saw Audrey oh, I, one night. I'm sorry. I thought you met went. Fly to the, Brit and Jermaine. Brit. I was like, when did you meet them? Oh, my God. I would call you immediately. <laughs> okay, so you met Clint. Yes. Okay. Very nice guy. Yeah, we had them over for a barbecue. Aw. Uh, and it was good. It's a good time. So, Clint, welcome to the fan club. Welcome. You'll have to fight Carolyn for presidency. You <laughs> <laughs> can have a... A fierce election. <laughs> oh, man. So it's been a hot minute. I have been, since we last recorded, I have been to... A lot of places. Nevada, Arizona. Utah, right? Utah. Back to Nevada. Home. Then to Missouri. And then to Kansas. And then back home. I'm sorry, what? When Remember did- Audrey and I and Chrissy did a college visit? No, I didn't yeah, know you that. Know this? It was in the spring. I took the girls to Cotty College in Nevada, Missouri for a college visit. What the hell is that? Why would you go to Missouri? Because it's a really great small all-girls college with insane scholarship money and really good programs. Are they accredited? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't it's, know. It's Trump like, University it's for girls. Trump University in Missouri. It's a Miss yeah. America pageant college. Exactly. So, yeah. And that, so I've been to the Midwest. And then we just got back from a week in Seaside with the family, which was great. And you housed that for me, which is I super did. great. I did. It was super great. Trust me. How are the, Yeah. The cats gave you a little little yeah heart attack because one of them disappears Miss Pity Puff. for a long time <laughs> and I didn't know that she only likes Donovan I know and it's your son's favorite cat <laughs> who he's uh, unbelievably attached to and I was like really one time the cat has to go missing I'm here what the f- Donovan will never forgive me I swear to god she was like waiting in the bushes because as soon as we pulled up home <laughs> she like popped out and was like oh hey guys I've just been here the whole time <laughs> that's funny because when I left I couldn't find her yeah I was like thanks a lot I wanted to keep you in the house before I left yeah. but you're doing your thing and I remember the last or not the last time I had set but many years ago when I house set and you had the the fat calico cat oh Mrs. Fat yeah the neighbor came over and was like I found her in my attic here yeah. you go <laughs> and she'd went missing on me too and I yeah. was like son of a bitch yeah <laughs> I'm sorry no but that's good so, okay so you said you went to Missouri and Nevada or no Kansas? well it was so the school's on the west side of Missouri so we flew into Kansas, Kansas City. City 
and um, spent two days in Nevada. So it's like an hour and a half south of Kansas City. Okay. And then it's like literally like 10 minutes from the border. Okay. So I have a really good friend, Richard, who I met through Lynn um, from running. And he lives just outside of Kansas City on the Kansas side. Oh, okay. And so he invited us and the girls up. um, And he spent the day with us. And it was great. That's cool. No, I didn't. When did you do this? This was in April. Oh, no, I didn't yeah. know that. Um, he owns, like, a print screen shop, so he made Audrey this, like, oh. custom shirt for Avery, Clint's That's daughter, cute. for her birthday. And he took us, uh, he took the girls shooting to, like, a gun range. Wow. He's, like, a competitive. Did you go? I didn't shoot. My neck was, like, thrown out, and so I was, like, I'm not shooting any guns because I'm going to get, you know, yeah. the pushback on whatever. But one of the guns is was it a sawed off shotgun yeah no it was he's like uber mr safety so no he doesn't have a sawed off shotgun no it was um one of those rifles that's so big you have to lay down on the ground to shoot it oh like on a tripod type Uh thing and chrissy it was like longer than chrissy whoa and probably weighed as much as her because she's like teeny girl and the cartridges were literally like six inches long like the bullets yeah what is it for? An elephant? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no. Well, they use it in competitive shooting. Like, it goes really, really far. Oh. So, and it so makes... So, like it, a sniper rifle. Yeah. Um, but, like, huge cartridges. So, um, he, we did that, and then he took us to barbecue. Ooh. And you know yum. how I am about meat. I don't really eat a lot of meat. And, you know, I'll eat it because my husband cooks it, and he's a good cook. Yeah, he is. But I don't, like, just keep shoveling it in my mouth. Right. Well, I ordered a plate of brisket, and I literally couldn't stop mm-hmm. eating. And it Kansas was City like, knows how to do I barbecue. I swear to God, it was, like, two pounds of meat, and I just kept... It was, like, the cookies. And they smoked I it first, didn't they? I just yeah. eating. I couldn't stop eating So it. good, it right? So good. I... The girls and I had like the worst gas and food. <laughs> <laughs> and we had to get on a plane the next morning. And it's gross. Like, oh, How embarrassing. I know. It's terrible. You can't hide a fart on a plane, dude. I've tried <laughs> every which way. Like, I've tried taking my coat off and tying it around my waist, putting it over my lap, and no. <laughs> and, and you even can if take you can dryer s- sheets with you and, like, put them in your underwear. <laughs> but even if this, like, if you can, like, keep it silent yeah. the smell the in smell. the recirculating air and then you think you're going to be smelling your fart for the next six hours right well the nice thing about covid is they've put those air purification oh i didn't know that in all of the airplanes i haven't flown yeah. in a long time it's not great it's kind of stressful to fly right now people are weird i've been hearing news stories about that like uh, people's anxiety and av- aggravation level they're is getting up. really mad about the mask thing yeah, and like incidents, fights on the plane yeah. is up like almost 50%. I think it's more than that. Like the FFA reported something like 160 incidents one year. and then Over this, masks? And this year it's up to 6,000 incidents or something crazy. Over a mask? Yeah. That makes no sense. I would never hit someone over a mask. Right. People are stressed out. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. That's stupid. Yeah. I we I had a good flight on the way back. I sat next to a mom and this little boy who was three who looked just like the kid from Up. 
He was so... Did you ever see Up? I did. I'm trying to remember what he looked Super like. Super chubby little oh, Asian yes! boy. Oh, my God. Yes. He was the cute... I wanted to squeeze him, but I was like... <laughs> I so chubby. Look at this... Strange child. Fat during. sausage fingers. Uh, he did. He had a little <laughs> sausage finger. He was so cute. And he was like having a hard time put, keeping his mask on because he's Aww. three. And, but, you know, you fly. we were flying over the Rocky Mountains, so there's snow. And he's like, Mom, I see penguins. There's penguins down there, Mom. <laughs> Dinosaurs. <laughs> and then, like, every house, he was like, that's our house, Mom. That's our house. <laughs> and then as we were, like, flying into Seattle, he was like, I see dad's car, mom. I see dad's car. <laughs> Very imaginative. He was so cute. I literally wanted to snuggle him, but oh. I did not. I just kept my head down and did my crossword puzzle, <laughs> pretending like I wasn't obsessing over writing this i love this boy <laughs> drawing portraits of him <laughs> rachel plus little fat boy <laughs> rachel plus sausage Mrs. Fingers. little fat boy <laughs> he was pretty cute so Aww. i had a good flight home i have a good friend that lives in missouri and she's oh, been yeah. wanting to me to yeah. come see her for a long time it's been it'll be two years in december since last time i flew out and saw them and she just texted me a few weeks ago and was like, uh, me and my husband can get you a really good deal on a flight. We really want you to come visit. And I was like, you know, I've been hearing on the news lately that Missouri is like the Delta variant hotspot. Like, yeah, it's the worst place in our country right now. <clears throat> um, and even if I did, I'm, I'm vaccinated, thank God, but I've been hearing about breakthrough infections where people mm-hmm. that are vaccinated and mostly I've heard it with like, I guess the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, which I don't have, but, um, it's still possible. And I, but what I'm really worried about is bringing something home to my mother who's elderly right. and not healthy and or not vaccinated. Yeah. Right. Who's also right. Young and unvaccinated. On right. Everything. So. Right. And they do live in BF Nova, uh, nowhere and in, in a place actually called Farmington. <laughs> that doesn't tell you anything. <laughs> it's like, an hour and a half, an hour and 45 minutes south of St. Louis. So, like, deep redneck country. Like, yeah. you could never find their house well, if you tried. Like, we went to a restaurant in Nevada um, the first night we were there. And the reason I went to this place is because all the Yelp reviews were, like, it's super clean. Everyone's wearing their masks. What kind of restaurant It was, was it? a Mexican restaurant. I should, have, I should have known yeah but it had all these good yelp reviews and like the most recent ones were super clean super clean everyone's wearing their masks tables are spread out so the girls and i went and nobody was wearing a mask not even the wait staff the tables were shoved together and even on a good day it was disgusting like the floor was sticky the table was sticky the bathroom was dirty like those reviews are probably from local missourians who have different standards right and it was literally like grime everywhere like nobody's done an actual good mop or deep clean there was an ant in our food what yeah an ant there was an ant dead or alive it was alive like crawling on my what the um and we were the only people wearing masks and people literally like glared us out of the restaurant oh yeah 
like that's what my friend said gave us dirty looks and like whispering and yes. like looking at us like yes. we were yes the end of the world that's what my friend said she said when i when she goes shopping which any store is 45 minutes from her house so even if it's like to a, a grocery like a large grocery store or a costco and she has a three and a five-year-old and they're they're all wearing masks yeah Everyone glares at her yeah. and judges her in this store, even like the employees. Yeah. Wherever it's she goes, so she gets weird. shunned. Um, so the reason we went to this college is because I have a good friend whose daughter is going to the school. And so she, like we met up with her and she was graduating from their two-year program and she went in on a dance scholarship like Audrey's hoping to. And um, and I was actually really impressed with the school. School is great. but Why is it all girls? <clears throat> It was just began as an all girls school in like eighteen ninety or something. Oh, okay. It's just a, it's just an all girls. But it's not school. a dance school. No. Okay. Gotcha. No, it's a liberal arts four year okay, college. Gotcha. They have a two and a four year program. So anyway, Jillian, who we were there to see, she also, um, we had a campus tour, and then it happened to be the weekend of their spring dance recital which usually they sell tickets and it's like sold out 600 person show. Yeah. Well, they weren't allowing anybody in. And so the dance, uh, Jillian asked the dance director, Hey, I have people coming in from out of town. Is it okay if they come? So we were like one of like 20 people allowed to watch. That's cool. Was it Um, good? It was beautiful. And Jillian, um, she choreographed like three or four of the dances and Audrey has been dancing with her. She's a couple years older, obviously, Audrey and her have been dancing together since they were like little girls and it was so wonderful to see like her personality in the moves like I was like that that's a Jillian move like a a little jazz step in one of the numbers I was like that's Jillian's personality it was so great that's cool that a student could choreograph a dance recital yeah yeah wow she must be good well it's I mean it's part of the program oh oh, like learning how to choreograph learning how to teach learning how to you know stage things okay um so anyway Jillian we're talking to Jillian and she's like yeah I was in Walmart wearing my mask and she said these two like older men came up to her and like started mocking her and we're like oh what's wrong are you scared little girl and then like and she was like, yeah, actually, I am. Verbally abusing a little girl in a public grocery store? Yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds right, actually, for that area. And then there were signs that said, your mask offends me. And I was like, what? Who's the snowflake now? Like, I'm sorry, but my mask offends you? It's not affecting you in any way. <laughs> I told you, the South is like... It's like the South and the North could be two different countries. Yeah. It's like going back in time 60 years. It's really, it was, it's weird. It was weird. It was weird. There were some really great parts of it that I loved. Like it was really beautiful. It did a lot of bird watching. I got to admit. <laughs> <laughs> I took my bird book. I had binoculars. I bought a bird book for the Midwest because I was, I've never seen those birds before. Did you see cardinals? I saw cardinals. We saw a vermilion flycatcher, which what I the hell is that? It's an amazing, beautiful bird. I can Google a, a picture. Flycatcher, I think vermilion flycatcher, fly and we like went out to like a prairie reserve and saw birds on the prairie and stuff. Like it was great. But your daughter and her friend actually wanted to do that. Yeah, they like bird watching. I got them. They got into it when we did our Grand Canyon trip. That's cute. Because they um, they would do little walks every morning. They're into this like self help 
like meditation stuff so they would leave the condo every morning and like walk out into the fields and meditate for an hour but a few times they like startled a big bunch of big pheasants and they so they started seeing birds and yeah so then they were like we like bird watching and I was like that's amazing you're my girls, new best friend <laughs> girls do I have some good news for you? <laughs> yeah no kidding um yeah so it was odd it was odd culture shock it was it's different if she goes to school there it's gonna be mm-hmm. a lot of mean girls not necessarily at the school because the school it's a liberal arts school so it's like it's a more progressive yeah. community yeah yeah it just happens to be in this very conservative little weird part of america you would think that something like that would be either on the east or west coast not in the heartland you know right this is a vermilion fly catcher Ooh, they're pretty isn't it pretty beautiful orange like a like a hummingbird color like a neon yeah orangish red they're so cool wow um impressive yeah so I've and I've been working and um my son graduated yeah he did good job Donovan good job so yeah just been really busy few months which is why we haven't been recording have you been other than trying to find my cat (laughs) and feeling bad for the duck (laughs) oh that poor duck he's so lonely he's so green i know the pond is just green right now oh honey i gave him so much food i felt so bad for him (laughs) he's did you turn the sprinkler on for him no i i filled up the i didn't know to do that i i I turned the sprinkler on for him just like really low and he kind of just like sits there and like splashes in the water and stuff it's pretty i didn't think about that i should have i thought about turning it on but it was in your garden i didn't know if i was supposed to water them so i watered your garden with the hose and and then filled up the 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 bowls of water for the duck um i've been okay i i my home life is very, very stressful and mentally unhealthy. And it's just getting, it's like, it feels like it's escalating. It's just getting Ugh. worse and worse and worse. And it's, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm going nuts. Like I'm losing my damn mind. So house sitting for you is a much needed break and very it's nice and an peaceful. Escape. It was, it was an no. escape. I feel like I'm in jail. That's how it feels. Ugh, it's just, I'm so sorry. no, I feel like I'm in an insane asylum. That's how it feels. It's like nuts. you're the only person working in an insane yes. asylum trying to keep all the crazies. Yes, exactly. It's it's horrible. And trying to protect my mother from uh, herself. Yes, and the people she's enabled to abuse and take advantage of her. Mm-hmm. That's that's probably the most difficult part. Yeah. Cuz it breaks my heart and it's frustrating. Um, I'm really looking forward to our girls trip. Yes. To Lake Chelan. I'm so the looking dates, forward to that. I'm going to have we're going to have to edit this out. The dates have changed by one day, the 3rd oh. through the 6th. What was so it before? Tuesday through Friday instead of Monday through Thursday. Okay. Okay. Cuz some your schedule no, or? had to do with Amy's schedule. Oh, and yeah. they let the house was fine with that. Mm-hmm. Thank God, yeah. that would have sucked. I know. I was a little nervous because it took her a few days to approve my request, and I finally just private messaged her and I was like, "Can you just let me know if this is going to work or not?" And she's like, "Oh, I thought I already approved this the night you requested." And no, you didn't. 
but it it is thank god thank goodness because i've really that's like the one piece of sanity that i've been holding on to yeah the lake is coming yes i'm so and i've been been checking the weather like for the last two months i know that's stupid well the thing is is it's like now we have to worry about like can we get there because of the wildfires i'm really hoping they don't spread too bad i i didn't even know there were wildfires over there until today i read an article that they've shut down the north cascades highway mm-hmm. like 20 they shut down highway 20 uh 20 miles after of marble mount of i didn't know exactly where but 20 miles stretch and mm-hmm. i'm like so like the whole highway shut down mm-hmm. you can't get over yeah yeah that sucks we went i went hiking on saturday um just outside of oso so we took highway 30 and there was just signs everywhere saying highway 20 is closed after marble mount you need to find alternate routes of um highway 2 or i-90 so would do you know where the wildfire is it's somewhere near like peregrine 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 yeah oh that's in winthrop yeah but yeah, that connect. Yeah, looking on a map, that's because they evacuated the whole lake campground. Like oh, they I didn't made, know that. Yeah, they they evacuated the campground and they told people, "Don't come. You'll get your money refunded, including oh, your service fees, like for card payments. <sighs> Don't come." So it's somewhere in, th- in that county, like which Dang. is so. It's such a hot spot over there because it's so dry and so hot and there's like no humidity over there in the summer. Yeah. And I remember walking because um, my grandmother lived over there and I lived with my grandma for a lot of my life growing up and I remember walking downtown Twisp on a Saturday, I don't know, to the grocery store and I remember the bank has a sign, a big billboard outside yeah. that ha- shows the time and the temperature. And I remember looking at the temperature, it was 114 degrees. Oh my God. But I don't remember like dying feet when I was younger. Like I love hot weather. And um, so I know how hot the summers are over there. And um, it, so right before I moved there, I think I was four, like right around the time I turned three or four. And there was a, a really devastating wildfire in that Meadow Valley before I moved there, but I lived there on and off until I was uh, 13, I think, so the end of eighth grade, and then have visited back and forth my grandmother for most of my life, and I don't remember a wildfire at all, like a significant one at all, until the last five years, Mm -hmm. until like the big one hit, and like two years in a row, I had to rescue, literally rescue my grandmother. Yeah. And the first ones, all those firefighters died. Yes. It was horrific. And that was right up the road from my mm-hmm. grandma's house. Yeah. Um, so there's like a 20, 30 year span of no wildfires. And then all of a sudden, last five years, every year. Yeah. It's, it's significant. Getting, it's getting worse. Yeah. And yeah. it's like people don't understand global warming. I don't get that. Well, they, yeah. I don't quite understand don't, it significant, like scientifically, all the facts. I understand the concept of it. Yeah. And greenhouse gas emissions and the ozone layer. I understand that. And if you just look at a greenhouse, you understand how things can get hotter mm-hmm. and heat can get trapped and things like that. Um, but people deny it without deny an, an alternative explanation. Right. They just deny it. And I'm yeah. like, you really? Well, and what they say is, well, the earth goes through cycles all the time. And it's like, well, it does. But not at the rate that it's going through it at this at this point. Like, when's the last time in Stanwood was it 103 degrees in June? 
Yeah, no, that 103 at my house was record breaking. And we're at sea level. We're not high up in the foothills. We're at sea level and we get a breeze. Yes. Yeah. So no, it was it in was June. It was yeah. It was that even I was like that one. That Sunday, I was like, eh, this might be a little too hot for me. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was dying, dying because we we have like a kind of a larger townhouse type of apartment and we ha- we don't have central air conditioning we have one one of those old air conditioning in- that you put in the windows you know little yeah. bricks and we have one window that actually opens downstairs and so there's one little brick air conditioning downstairs and that's it and t- t- to fill a whole big house and it's just like there's no cold air that gets upstairs where i live yeah and it- I was, it was so hot, dude. I, I was dying. I the only escape was in my car because I have really good air conditioner <clears> in my car. So were you just driving around? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was so bad. It was so bad. You could have come to my house. It does stay a lot cooler at my house. I didn't think about that. And I have that air conditioner upstairs. Yeah, that thing works really well. Yeah, it does. I liked that thing. Yeah. I had to buy one for Chris's apartment too because it just was too hot in there. So. And all the years you've owned that house, have you ever had to buy an AC for that? apartment nope this is the first year i've had to buy yep. an air conditioning unit for my apartment crazy okay yeah. anyways let's probably move on to yeah. stories so yeah yeah gonna... wait wait we gotta do our brew oh yes yes okay sorry. so guess where i was today one where guess. were you co-op <laughs> sketch valley bingo did you find any kumquats it's not kumquat season, is I know. it? I know. It's winter. It's kumquat yeah. season. Yeah. Um, so I found something called Poppy, P-O-P-P-I, prebiotic soda. And I know what we've... What fricks of prebiotic? <laughs> I don't know. But it says, for a healthy gut, be gut happy, be gut happy. It just repeats itself? Yep. And it is prebiotics for healthy gut infused with apple cider vinegar. Ooh. Oh, I didn't read that part. I like apple cider I know vinegar. you do. Immunity sidekick. Ooh, ginger lime. <laughs> yeah, so I have two flavors. I actually got four flavors, but we'll try the next two next time. So this one is uh, ginger lime. It's always ginger lemon, never ginger lime. Ginger lime. Yum. And this one is strawberry lemon. And they have, so they have 15 calories. They have four grams of carbs and four grams of sugar. So pretty low sugar. It's not bad. That's super low for a soda. um, Sparkling filtered water, apple cider vinegar, lemon juice, strawberry juice, organic cane sugar, natural flavors, and stevia. That sounds delish. And it is distributed by Poppy, Dallas, Texas. Wow. I didn't think Dallas was that much of a healthy town. Right. I would just expect it from like Austin or something. Right. Prebiotic. So, a probiotic. I know what that is. I th- I sh- this just got to be a different sort of good bacteria. That makes no sense to me. So let's pour a little bit in our glasses. Watch. It means like no biotic. <laughs> <laughs> no anti-biotic. Okay. So the strawberry lemon is a, like... Just a little bit on like the caramely side. It's obviously has no artificial coloring in it, um, so it's like a very very light color, not even as dark as apple juice. And then the ginger lime is looks like lemonade. Yeah, it looks like lemonade. It's definitely fizzy. Hopefully, it stays fizzy. You know how that goes. I know. I hate. Okay, that. so let's try the um, strawberry lemon first. Okay. 
It smells I, good. Yeah, it smells like a lemonade. It smells like a popsicle. Oh, yeah. What is that? Um, is it the good pop? I popsicles? Don't know. I s- strawberry lemonade ones? I think ones? Um, the ones that you and I used to like, wasn't there a strawberry one? The fruit bar ones? The outshine? Yeah. Wasn't there a strawberry one? I think so. It smells like that. Yes, I know what you're talking yeah. about. I haven't been able to find they those for dis- years. They don't make them anymore. It's so sad. It is sad because I really like those. I do too. Jerks. I know. That's good. It is good. It's strawberry and it's lemon for sure. That's really good. And there's no weird aftertaste. And there's only four grams of sugar and it's actually pretty sweet. That's because of the stevia. And you can't taste the apple cider vinegar. Mm-mm. I, I can't, can't taste it at all. This would be really and good I can't, over ice. I can't. <laughs> and a... And, <laughs> and a lime wedge. And a lemon wedge. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about grabbing ice, but I didn't. I like it. The, I would buy it too. again. Yeah, this is really good. Really good. How much were they? It's really refreshing. I don't know. Probably like $3 a can. Whoa. Yeah. Expensive. Holy crap. Yeah. Very expensive for a can of soda. I wonder if Amazon sells it. Mm. Or their website. Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I would buy that again. Yes. Okay. Are you ready for Like the you can actually taste like an actual strawberry. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't yeah, it taste tastes, artificial. No, it tastes good. Yeah. Impressive. Good job, Rachel. Okay. I definitely smell the lime. Yes. I like it. I like the smell. I haven't smelled the ginger yet. Me neither. Ready? Okay. Not as sweet as the other one. Mm-mm. I don't taste ginger. No, I just taste lime. Yeah, I just taste lime. It's more. It tastes like a fizzy, like lemonade. Like a limeade. Uh, like a fizzy limeade. I don't taste any ginger. Usually, I, I'm always prone to like whatever ginger drink you mm-hmm. have, but I think the strawberry lemon's better. I agree. I like the strawberry lemon a lot. This is good. I still very good. I feel like this needs something. Like you need an extra. It's a little bland. Yeah, you need an extra twist of lime or more ginger or more ginger. Always more ginger. If you drank, it would be good with like a shot of vodka in it. But oh yeah, these would make good mixers. It would be That's a good true. Mixer. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's a little bland. Yes, I agree. Not bad though. I feel like if you put a little twist of lime and some ice and a little sprig of mint, it would be really good. Ooh, that would be good. Mint would be a good twist. Mm-hmm. But I would buy it. I would buy it again for a mixer. Yeah, I would. I like how healthy these drinks are. Yeah, like that. It's not. I just can't stand drinks that are loaded with sugar. I can't. It gives it just, me an instant headache. It just ugh. like my kids love those Izzy's juices. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This tiny, yeah, and they're good, but they're so sweet. I can't get through one. I can drink like a quarter of a one, and it's so sweet, it gives me a headache. Yeah. So I think honestly, I think I would buy both of these again. I would drink the strawberry lemon on its own with some ice, and I would be I would juice up the ginger lime a little bit. I wonder if there is a way. Probably not because it's carbonated, but I was trying to think of a way to, to if you could like make popsicles, like freeze the strawberry lemon drink. That would make a really good fo- you popsicle. You probably could because the carbonation's not crazy carbonation. Would it freeze, right, you think? Mm, I don't maybe. know how that works. I don't know. But it'd be a good popsicle. It would be. All right. Good job, Rachel. Thank you. A buy for both. Well done. 
Good job, Poppy. Good job, Pop. Oh, I just got their name. <laughs> Poppy. Pop- I was thinking Poppy. the troll oh. from. Uh, I love that movie. World tour, whatever it's called. The, twirl- the trolls movie. Yeah. Before I tried to get you to watch it at my house, not yes. the world tour, the first one. Yes, and I was like, no. I was like, oh my god, this movie's so funny, and you're like, I should have listened to and you. You were like, I gotta go home. Yeah. And you literally like left. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, but because it's. Those movies are like my niece's favorite. She watches them. They're She's watched the world tour so many times. I've never seen the world tour. I just. I it's good. It's better than the first one. Is it? Yes. Okay. I'll have to watch it. I it's watched so the funny. holiday one and it was really funny too. It's like, like how Shrek is made for adults to watch too. I felt like it was kind of like they're, they made it more towards. So it the adults can endure. Yeah. I thought it was like really funny. I was impressed. And then I found out Justin Timberlake is one of the voices. He's Branch. Yeah. Yeah. The, the kind of emo one or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the sad one. Yeah. Who doesn't like to hug. Yeah. Hug time. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it was yeah. every half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be That'd my be nightmare. Your night- I was just yeah. going to say that. that I'm Branch. If anybody's Branch, I'm Branch. Yes, you are. Okay, so... Moving on to stories. My Tell first story, I'm story gonna... is, Ooh, oh my God, infuriating. Hold on. I'm going to try mixing these. Oh, good point. Let's see. Let me see how that works out. Waiting with baited. A little more strawberry lemon in that one. No, it's good. Better? Yep. Okay. So my first story is from ABC News and it concerns an Alabama council city council member okay. who used r- racial slurs in his city council meeting where it was an open forum for the public to come and speak and mm-hmm. bring issues before the city council. And there's a video on here that I want to play. I don't know how you want to do that. If I hold it up to the mic. Yeah, or, just hold it up to your mic. Um, which I'm trying to find here. But um, so he it's like I think towards the end of like their two-hour city council meeting and he stands up and points to a fellow colleague another city council woman who happens to be black and says points at her says do we have a house in here this old white man in Alabama um would, would she please stand up that's what he said to her. And she like was so upset she was embarrassed. She left. And if you watch the video, you can hear the audience go <gasps> like that. And uh, the, it, the story broke and it got all over the news. What was the, he what was his point? He, they were talking about something. I don't I don't know like how they are behind closed doors and how they are in the meeting. Some of the colleagues were his colleagues council members were talking about that like I say the same in front of you guys in a meeting like this than I as I do behind closed doors okay and so this old white guy Tommy one of the council members who said the racial slur I guess he said his point was I heard one of the other black city council members say that to her and I felt like it needed to be exposed or needed to be brought up in the meeting publicly or something it was an excuse, obviously. It had nothing to do with anything. And so later, 
her last name's Freeman, the one that the comment was used towards was seen like sobbing in the lobby because she immediately got up, took her purse and left. And she was just so offended and humiliated. And it was so someone interviewed him. And I know you're gonna have to edit this. And I'm sorry, I'm trying to be quick, but I'm trying to find the video of him being interviewed after the fact and them saying why shit's commercial. Him saying, explaining himself. And he's facing calls to resign and he like refuses. He says, I'm even thinking about running for mayor. Oh, of course he is. Okay, so this is the, you found the video. Yeah. Of him being interviewed. Here's the video of what was used on a local NBC news station them reporting this about the their segment words are powerful they can also be hurtful and one city councilor's words are causing backlash as wvtm 13 xavier harris tells us there are now calls for the tarrant officials resignation do we have a house in here yeah those words from tarrant city council member tommy bryan now he's in hot water with residents and other council members i had a comment from the audience where someone made that comment and uh, I thought it'd be proper to go ahead and bring it to light as to what happened uh, in a executive session earlier. In that meeting, Brian <laughs> claims Mayor Wayman Newton called City Councilor Veronica Freeman the N-word, but it was Brian's words during Monday night's council meeting that upset Freeman and she left the meeting in tears. Well, I understand that people have their feelings hurt with that, but Think about this. Veronica's feelings were hurt very, very bad. Some of those people upset were sitting right next to him. Councilman Tracy Threadford released a statement saying, Tommy Bryan is a distraction to all the change to our city, and he needs to resign. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I may consider running for mayor next time. People I spoke with in the community who declined to go on camera say they wouldn't want a mayor in office who uses racial slurs. Are you a racist? A racist? It's according to what your definition of the word racist <gasps> is. It's a yes or no uh, question. What the, what, the public, what a lot of the public's definition is, I might be a racist, but according to what the true meaning of a racist is, absolutely what? not. I also asked Bryant, given the backlash he's receiving, would he change how he did it? No. What? Why is that? Can you believe that? Wow. <laughs> well, the long I'm, pause after are you a racist right and uh if he's a politician even if he is a racist which clearly he seems to be he should oops sorry he should just say no it should be an easy quick you can't have bias like that in public office i mean like outwardly spoken Mm-mm. you can't you can't yeah can't do that I would be curious to know what his definition of a racist is. Yeah. And what the public's version of a racist, yeah, I might be. What? <laughs> What's well, the difference? Well, I've never actually, you know, lynched anyone, so I'm not racist. Like, what? What does that mean? I don't. What's, a, what's his definition versus the public? 
definition of a racist? I don't know. So is that, there multiple definitions guess, to this word? I, I it only means one thing. Yeah. Do you treat people differently and have bias towards them because of the color of their skin? Right. It's a yes or no question. Right. And for him to do this in a public forum where they open it up for people it's to come and bring issues. Bold. Yeah. It's pretty bold and like it's, it's once again, it's Alabama. It's the South. Yeah. It's sixty years ago. Well, and again, like the whole last four years of the last presidency i don't i'm so tired of hearing his name i'm not gonna say it but Good. he made it okay to be hateful very much so because he, he was hateful towards everybody yep and it's everyone that w wasn't white and norwegian or <laughs> everyone that wasn't on his side True. And as soon as somebody disagreed with him on a small thing, they became his enemy. Yep. And it was like, you know, that's not the way relationships work. Like most people can have a relationship with someone where they disagree on things and, and still maintain a relationship and not publicly like impale them with Twitter rants. Because like, they're not allowing you to brainwash them to <clears throat> your thought process. So I think it's just a continuation of he made it, he made it okay. He made it acceptable to speak hate in public again, is what I feel. Make America racist again. Yeah, pretty much. Is what he did. Yeah. And that I, should have been his slogan. Well, I think it should be, it should be. Uh, not make America racist again because make America listen to our racism again. Yeah. Like, because obviously it's never gone away in places like the South. There's no. not a lot of improvement that's happened. No. But it's just in the last four years, it's like, well, we don't have to keep trying. Right. That's it, what it feels like. It's gross. Okay, so my next story is um, from two different sites. One is NBC News, and the other one I think is the Daily Mail. Um, is that the British one? Yeah, the Daily yeah. Mail. Um, so it's about the Norwegian women's beach volleyball <gasps> team. Is this Did you the bikini hear about bottom yes. thing? Yes. So they got fined. I thought the it women's was handball. Is it? Volleyball or Same handball? Same thing, oh, isn't okay. it? I don't know. I think in Europe they call it handball, and oh, here we call here it volleyball, call it like volleyball. soccer and football. Okay. So um, the volleyball handball team was fined for not playing in like a major, like the, the Euro 2021. I think when they were trying to qualify for the Olympics, right? Something like that, yeah, yeah but like... Like a World Cup kind of for volleyball, basically. Yeah. Um, find, what was it, like 50 euros per person per match. So it ultimately they ended up being fined 1,500 euros. So that's like $1,700 US. But it was supposed to be closer to like five grand or something like that is what they got threatened with for not playing in their bikini bottoms. Mm -hmm. And 
a lot of these players were saying, you know, <clears throat> they make the the argument that the men gets to wear shorts and tank tops where mm-hmm. while we have to wear sports bras and there's actually centim- down ten, to centimeters. Isn't it 10 centimeters? Yeah, their they're bikini bottoms only? can't, on the width can't be more than 10 centimeters. That's, That's true. That's so ridiculous. <clears throat> and even their sports bras have are dimension there's rules on the dimensions and they have, have to have a wide boobs. right they have to have a wide opening under the armpit Ew. and there can the material can only go so down so far below That's their breasts so, so they if they wanted to wear tank tops like the men get to do they couldn't they have to wear sports bras <clears throat> and they wanted to wear shorts like kind of elastic type like shorts. shorts yes yeah um not like they were long board shorts or something they were still like very short shorts but the a lot of the women said you know we feel like it's sexist we we get stared at we get googled we get comments um they it's probably uncomfortable get wedgies constantly yes. they're saying how it's not practical playing like in the sand and and oh my god they must is, have they sand everywhere right and how they don't stay in place and uh, they're they can be more distracting especially during our periods because we still play during our periods and we get very self-conscious Having to wear these, and it's not like a normal bikini that like covers your whole butt cheeks no. and everything. They're like like the eighties high cut, right? Oh, tiny I, bikinis. That I only, have a husband. We've watched the beach volleyball yeah. in the Olympics. Where they I cover know what like, they're wearing. <laughs> maybe like maybe thirty to forty percent of your butt cheeks, probably less. It's basically covering your crack. Yes, and your vagina opening yes that's what it's covering it's almost like a thong but maybe a little bit thicker and the back covers a little bit more than a thong but very like on me it'd definitely be a thong (laughs) (laughs) it's like like dental floss (laughs) um and so they're trying to make these arguments which are very valid very valid not only are they uncomfortable and they make them feel oogled and googled but they're not practical for menstrual and playing you know yeah. if, if a uniform is upholding the way you play and in, in your performance then mm-hmm. they would change that right yeah and so um well and just the fact that the men are somehow magically able to play in shorts and a tank top but the women can't perform in shorts and a tank top right why like if you look at other sports um, you know, men's and women's soccer, men's and women's basketball, they are wearing the same things. Right. Good point. And even gymnasts, like male gymnasts wear unitards, just like true. the female gymnasts That's true. wear unitards. So why, why is this sport somehow requiring women to be almost naked right. in order to perform well? Right. Well, one thing I heard because I saw this story too was that they um, they did this and then qualified for the Olympics, and the Olympics said, "Well, if you if you do if you perform in these outfits, you'll be fined." And they're like, "Fine, we'll pay the fine." Yeah. And then they said, "Well, then you'll be disqualified." Yes. Yeah. And it was like, okay, so we really have gotten to the bottom of the issue here. It's about controlling women. Right. 
and controlling their bodies. Right. And someone posted the photo of the Norwegian's men's and women's team uh, all together. And they're like, uh, do you see a difference here? Huh? Do you, do you see what the men are able to wear as opposed to the women yeah. have to wear? They are like fully clothed. The men are fully clothed. And they got fine. They look comfortable, like they're yeah. in comfortable clothing. And the women are dressed like they're in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition. Scandally clad. They got fined for wanting to be more modest, for putting more on. Right. It's how in the world? Like I, there's nothing wrong with women wearing that on their own. That's totally no. fine. If you feel comfortable no. wearing that, wear it. But you shouldn't be required to wear that, especially in a sport. Like that's so ridiculous. I mean, I'm no pro athlete, but I've done my fair share of like running and yoga. And I can't imagine being told, oh, you can't come into our yoga studio unless you wear this bikini bottom and sports bra top. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? How is that going to improve my practice or my run? Like, I don't know. I was shocked when I heard and this. And there are like, there are some female uh, sprinters. You'll notice they do sprint in like teeny tiny little yeah. bottoms. Yes. Um, but that's because that's how they feel. They're not required to dress like that. And right. that's how they feel comfortable running and it's you know for whatever reason it helps their performance yeah so fine but they're also not like bending and diving and squatting and jumping you know it's a lot different running down a track in a bikini bottom versus right what these women are doing and my my fear would be like a tampon string would be hanging oh my god it would be humiliating in front of millions of people on television it would be humiliating and then if like there's a lot of women who can't wear tampons or true. whatever reason. That's true. And then it's like so now you have this a pad. Which is gonna be highly noticeable in, in those tiny or like you have to wear one of those diva cups which leak. Like I know. How and leak a lot. They don't leak a little. It's like the whole thing dumps out. It's that's just again, if they were like, fine, we'll pay the fine and oh, actually, you'll be disqualified whether yeah. you pay the fine or not. So what you really just want to control our bodies. It's so dumb. So dumb. Why are we having this conversation in that's, 2021? That's my question. Why that's a, is this a thing? Exactly. That's what blew my mind is so much is like, how is this an issue? How did it escalate this far and make the news? Like the higher ups obviously must be some misogynistic old school men that are from like Mad Men or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they think they're going to lose money because lose sponsorships or because of the lack of sex appeal. Probably that's probably because that's the only people about. why wa- people watch it is because of the bikini bottoms. I mean, that's probably why a majority of the males watch it. But if you get past that, it's actually a really great sport. Like yeah, the WNBA, like the Women's Basketball League. They had to fight for a really long time to get people interested in them. And now people True. are actually interested in them. Yeah. And they've done it without... They're not on the basketball court wearing bikini pot tops and bottoms. They've proven themselves... <laughs> Playing in stilettos. <laughs> <laughs> they've proven themselves with their athleticism. Right. And it took years, unfortunately, to 
for people to actually sit up and pay attention and watch them just for the fact that they're great athletes. Yeah. Not because they're a bunch of women bouncing up and down on a field. Right. So it's just, it basically is these people saying, we don't believe people want to watch you for your athleticism and your ability. True. We believe people just want to watch you as like eye candy. And so we need to keep our ad revenue. So that's exactly what they said. So you're, you're going to wear these bikinis and it's like, well, it's exactly what they said. And when a, a reporter asked them questions, you know, kind of confronted them on that, they were like, no, no, that wasn't it at all. And, and they denied finding them. They tried to like deny it and say, no, we didn't find them. No, we didn't disqualify them or threaten to disqualify them. I'm sure somebody somewhere has an email to disprove. Like, that's the thing is like people, people nowadays when they try to lie or whatever, it's like, I'm sorry, there's the footprint of, of this. It's not the old days (laughs) where, hey, get them on the horn, see? Like there's, (laughs) there's a digital footprint of that conversation or that threat for sure. So it's just dumb to lie about it, to try to save face. Agreed. It's dumb. I just can't even believe it's it's an issue that somebody along the line didn't squash this or be have be reasonable or something. Yeah, and you know, because you know, I watch the Olympics every time it rolls around, and my husband likes to watch the beach volleyball. <laughs> and I've always wondered, like, why why do they play in those bikinis? That's so weird. Because I've always thought, oh, it'd be really uncomfortable. But I just thought maybe it's hot. Maybe it's hot. Yeah, like maybe that's how they're used to playing because they started playing when they're at, like I naively think all these Olympic people are Olympians because they were all hanging out on the beach playing Frisbee together one day at a barbecue or whatever. Yeah. And that's it. Like, hey, we should be an Olympic team. And then they were just <laughs> practicing in their bikinis. Yeah. So, like that's how naive I was about this issue where I was like, oh, it's really weird that they choose to wear that not realizing it wasn't a choice. It was a regulation. Yeah, no, me too. I probably had the same thoughts. Like it never crossed my mind that it'd be mandatory. Yeah. I always thought it was like a costume choice. And I was like, huh, okay. That's like um, the New York Yankees, the management telling them, no, you can't wear boxers. You have to wear briefs or something like what? You can't control. Like that would never fly. No. With a men's team. That would never even be an issue no absolutely not never no so yeah i saw somewhere on like twitter or something that people were like well make all the men wear the same same standard of uniform see how long that lasts (laughs) can you imagine a bunch of banana hammocks out there (laughs) they would lose so much that's where you lose advertising is if you put a bunch of banana hammocks out And make sand. them wear pads with those bikini oh bottoms. And just like <laughs> kicking and stretching <laughs> with like their hairy thighs. <laughs> Gross. Oh, it's like the Seinfeld bad naked. Do you remember that episode? No. Jerry has a girlfriend who likes to just sit around naked. And everyone's like, oh, that's great. And he's like, is it, though? <laughs> there's a good naked, and then there's a bad naked. <laughs> She's, like, fixing her bike, like, doing all this, like, weird stuff Ew. naked. And he's like, 
pad naked. Yeah, they'd all have like the farmer tan legs. Yes. And the, oh my god. The ha- hairy happy trails. And, and just like them jumping up and like that's not supportive for your man bits. You know, I'm sure under all of those, they need to put on a bro. Yeah, th- I'm sure. No, I'm sure under all their shorts, they're heavily reined in with some nice compression underwear. Yeah, maybe they wear you cups. Know. No, probably not. Not cups, but I'm sure they've got like compression. Something. Because there's no way they're flopping around. You don't think? No. I know guys that don't wear underwear. Not that they're athletes, but yeah, good point. Yeah, this is not. That would be the end to that right there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, true. If they made them yellow banana hammocks, <laughs> like a goldy mustard And color. sports bras. Yeah. <laughs> and they can't wear tank tops. The two worst With colors. the high armpit. Uh, <laughs> so all their armpit hair is just like. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you switch it to a male. It's wool, ridiculous. It's funny. Everyone gets it's, the point. Yeah. Of how dumb it is. How dumb it is. And that would never fly with right. a man. Or what the women need to do is just, okay, and show up, haven't shaved their legs in three months, <laughs> haven't waxed their armpits or whatever. Hell a long tampon strings, <laughs> like three feet. Yes. <laughs> just like gross, like just. Full bush. Yeah, just, <laughs> just like poking out. <laughs> haven't waxed. That would put an end to I it, I would draw too. a happy trail on <laughs> That would be so funny. That, that would be amazing. They, they should have done that. God, I, oh, it's so gross. It is gross. I do have one story. Ooh, let's hear it. Did you hear about the Colorado teen who dra- drove his car into a swimming pool? No. What? Awesome. What? Yeah. He fully drove his car into a swimming pool, and the towing company had to send a scuba diver down. What? To, to like, attach a chain? Uh-huh. A scuba diver in a swimming pool? Well, I could attach the chain. I know, but you can't, like, if you're a company, you can't risk the liability of someone diving down and, like, drowning, right? It's top six feet of water that got the scuba diver standing up in the water i know but i understand the liability part of it but that's a little over the top <laughs> full full scuba gear yeah what to head Not wrap even a snorkel like i would have been okay with like a snorkel right i i got your water bottle up from the bottom <laughs> of the lake true. i could have done you it don't. and that like, was deep it was deep. that was probably was 13 like, feet yeah i was thinking like 12 feet yeah yeah um, so yeah, this kid drove his car into Maybe his there's pool. gates around the pool. You know what Maybe I mean? Maybe he took out the gate. I don't I know what see. happened, but he ended up getting a traffic ticket and it's like, that's a, it looks like a, um, an infinity, like a nice car. Yeah. But, um, okay. So this, it's all over the news, but this is from our favorite Fox News, Colorado. Fox News. Fox News. <laughs> A teenager in Colorado was cited for careless driving after police say he accidentally hit the gas instead of the brake before plunging into a backyard underground swimming pool. Um, Lakewood. So the same place as the that Colorado movie theater shooting, I think. Oh, sad. Um, let's see. Was he a Democrat, too? <laughs> uh, do, 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 do. To say how old he was? 
It's a teenager, so 17 or between 16 and 17 if he's driving. If he was 18, they would say man. True. Um, so, yeah, they had to have, like, a crazy tow, and he got sighted, and I'm like, yeah, you kind of, like, deserve it. Like, But that was his own pool. Was right? it? I don't know. Oh, say it. I would be surprised if he got a ticket if it was his own pool, right? Mm, not if you're on your own property and you have an accident how would you get a ticket for that like if you ran into a tree on your own property in your driveway would they get you if a you were potentially endangering other lives like who knows if people Maybe. were around other people were around this may not have been his house by the way you texted me the article of the Norwegian swimmers. Yes, I want because <laughs> okay. that's the one that has the photo I showed oh, okay. you. I wanted to do that before I forgot. Okay, because that wasn't the article I read from, and so I would have sent uh, you the different article okay. without the picture. Gotcha. Because that was a, on Twitter, not on the website I was reading from. You know how I forget. <sighs> yeah. Um. So I just thought that was a little funny having two teen drivers myself. I can. Good God, that car is toast. That car is totaled. It's you can't underwater. You can't. It's fully underwater. That engine and transmission, everything. I don't think you can like dry it out, put it in rice, and it's going to be okay. <laughs> no, and no. That's an expensive no way, looking car. There's no way to salvage that car. Oh, I, I bet know. he's in so much trouble. Mm-hmm. I'd be pissed I if I was you, his parent. He's driving like a '78 Honda Civic now <laughs> <laughs> with a hatchback. And no air conditioning. What would you do if one of your kids drove their car into your pond? Like if it was full, when like in the winter when it's the, the water's higher? I would probably make them buy their own car. You wouldn't buy them a new one? No. I don't blame you. Yeah, I mean, I've bought, we've bought both of their cars for them. You're such good parents. Dumped money, you know, in new tires Wow. Had transmission. Tires alone are like minimum 500 bucks. Yeah. So if they, and clearly, like what I'm picturing is he's showing off or trying to be cool in front of friends and probably. Probably on his phone. Yeah. Could have been distracted. And it's like, yeah, you don't get a new car. I'm not buying you a new car. Yeah, I wouldn't either. There was, um, Audrey used to have a friend whose older brother um, and a super wealthy, really wealthy family, like waterfront property, like $3 million house, really wealthy family. But the older son kept totaling cars. He totaled two cars, and I'm pretty sure they were like new cars that they bought him. And the parents got fed up, and they made him... (laughs) He made him drive around the family's 15-passenger van that they, <laughs> they kept for, like, camping. <laughs> so this, like, 17-year-old kid was driving around like a church That's van how as his daily driver. I bet he didn't total that, nope. did he? Uh-uh. Mad- and I, I was why. like, That's brilliant. Like, so... Very brilliant. I would either make them buy their own car or I would buy them, like, some embarrassing car, like my parents' minivan. <laughs> The box on wheels. <laughs> for them to drive. Or like the, the old school wood like paneled station yes. wagons. Like from, what, what's that movie? Uh, Chris- the Griswolds. Yes. Vacation. Yeah. 
Yes, or like the Uncle Buck car. Oh my God, the Uncle Buck car with the smoke and everything with the backfire. Yeah, (laughs) I would buy them an Uncle Buck car and make them wear the Uncle Buck hat when they drove and the coat. Is it the cigar? A lot of people hate the hat. (laughs) It angers a lot of people. This hat. (laughs) It's my favorite movie. I love that. I wouldn't wear that hat to the party. <laughs> remember, remember when he's talking to the parents in the car? Yes. Like, yes. Hey, have you seen a party? And they're like, Yeah, it's down there, but I wouldn't wear that hat inside. <laughs> I don't remember that part. I love Uncle Buck. I watch it when I'm sick. It makes me feel better. I've watched that since I was little. Very oh, I have little. It. I have it on DVD. <laughs> I love it. Uncle Buck says I gotta earn my keep. I'm busting my hump. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. The yeah. little girl, right? It's the little boy, Macaulay yeah. Culkin. Yeah, is like, it Macaulay Culkin? Uh huh. It's Macaulay Culkin right before uh, Home Alone. Home Alone. Yeah. He's such a cute kid. He was. He didn't grow up to be cute. No, no. He grew up kind of looking awkward a yeah. little bit. I watched a movie recently though that he was in, and it was a pretty funny movie. I didn't know he still did movies. A very he does like weird indie movies. Oh. He just does like little cameos and stuff. He's kind of like a weird private person, which I don't blame him. He had I think he had like crazy parents. Oh uh, yeah, and the Michael Jackson thing. He had oh, to go to yeah. court twice to testify that Michael Jackson didn't touch him. Yeah. Yeah. Poor thing. I know. Child stars, they suffer, man. Yeah, a lot of them do. I don't know what parent would put their kid through that. Um, yeah, a lot of them get really messed up. Although like, I was listening to um, d- an interview with Daniel Radcliffe, the kid who, the guy who played Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. And he was talking about how his parents, like, he really wanted to act. And after every movie, his parents were like, are you sure you want to do this? Is this what you want? That's you don't good. have to do this. And they never got weird. They never pushed him into stuff. They never, like, stole his money. Because that happens a lot, too. I've a heard that. A lot of child stars have their money taken by their parents. I'd be so and pissed. And then they turn 18, and it's like, where did my $30 million go? Oh, it's gone. I heard that happened to Corey Feldman, the Frog Brothers from the Lost Boys guy. Yeah. I think it's happened to, like, I think Lindsay Lohan kind of had that happen oh. to her. Um isn't that what's happening to Britney Spears now? She's trying to get out of it because yeah. her dad's been controlling her estate for the last 10 years or more. Because she did, like, she did have a mental breakdown. Right. But that doesn't... But he's been forcing her to work. Yeah, he's in 100% in charge of her life. She can't make one decision without his approval. Even birth control. Yeah. She's forced to be on birth control. Yeah. The IUD thing. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I had no idea. I was shocked. It's pretty bad. You'd and think she'd have a lot of power and she has Well, none. and it's a it's a weird case. Like the fact that the conservatorship was even granted by the court in the first place, it's a really odd case cuz usually it's only in situations where it's like clearly the person is unable to care for themselves and there's no chance that they ever will. Right. And she had just a mental breakdown. Right. My guess is from like postpartum depression because she had two babies right back to back. Plus all the fame pressure. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And, and I, I mean, I know when it's been like to be on the brink of your sanity. Right. And feel and out of control, but there's no reason why she should have had her whole life. No. Controlled like that. No. It's really terrible. 
She's been forced to do that Vegas show for yeah. the last 10 years. Yeah, that's what I've heard. She, she hasn't wanted to do it in a long time. It remi- and it's made her a lot of money, but she has no control over her money. She, she only right. gets a small allowance, and she's not allowed to spend her money how she wants. It reminds me of someone that's being sex trafficked. Yeah. Forced to work. Or like just a, yeah, just like a Saudi princess. Yeah. You know, like. I'm surprised she hasn't like found a way to grab a bunch of money or sell off a bunch of shit and like run away and hide. That's what I would do. Like take off to a different country if someone couldn't find well, me. Well, she has kids though. I don't even oh, think she right. can take her kids with her without her dad's permission. Like I don't that's even right. think she could. I don't even think she can book an airline ticket. And if you were trying to get away, you'd want your kids with you. True. That's true. Like, I forgot. I, she's kind of stuck. Yeah. And I heard when she went to court, was it a, like two weeks ago, that the judge denied her. Oh, really? Yeah. He said, no, we're not going to undo the cons- or quit the whatever she was asking for. I thought for. it was still, I thought she was allowed, the last I heard is she was allowed to, to hire her own attorney to oh. fight this case. Maybe that was a different decision, but I remember... I was watching the news the day that the decision came out and the it said the judge rules against Britney Spears. Maybe she went back for an appeal. This was like two, three weeks ago, I think, at most. And I remember they said that he ruled against her, asking to dissol- dissolve the conservatorship. That's what it was. That's what she was asking for, for it to be dissolved. It's, no, it sounds like she's... It sounds like she's making progress because the judge did, because right now it's like Britney Spears' new attorney says he's moving aggressively to remove her father as conservator. So it sounds, and that was just two days ago. Okay, so maybe it's changed. Yeah. But she had went in there asking for it to be dissolved, to be free. Right. And And she's not. I don't think, and I think what it was is like, no, I'm not going to stop it right now, but we'll proceed to the court case. Gotcha. And so then she was like, well, if we're going to court, I want my own lawyer because her dad hires her lawyer. Oh my God. Talk about a conflict of interest. You can't (laughs) do that. No. So the judge was like, yeah, you can hire your own lawyer. And her dad is using her money to fight the case. Right. Yeah. And taking like some ungodly amount of money as a, as a conservator. As, yeah, yeah, like they were quoting tens and thousands of hundreds of dollars, ridiculous of amount. His ex- quote expenses. Yes, and that's what like, it was. Expenses. It doesn't cost that much to manage somebody because basically that's what you are as your glorified manager at this point, and it doesn't like a guardian ad litem. Yeah, it doesn't. No. It doesn't cost as much. Yeah, you should be compensated if you're in charge of somebody's life, sure. Right. But not that. Yeah, it's clear it's clear it's all about the money. Which, which is, is sad because that's her father. That's her, dad. Yeah. her father. Yeah. Just effed up. Well, it just goes to show family isn't always no, blood. You that's know? true. That's very true. I know that for sure. Yeah. No doubt about that. So I wish her luck. I really hope she gets out of it because she deserves to have control of her own life. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of like, well, if she's going to burn it to the ground, then let her burn it to the ground. But I don't think she's going to do that. I think she, no, her she be forced into slave labor. Short. Yeah, she needed help 10 years ago, but yes. she didn't need to have her independence. A dictatorship. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. I agree. Poor it's thing. crazy. It's weird that that can happen in the United States. 
Mm, yeah. It, Women me, have only surprising. been allowed to have their own credit card for like 50 years. Really? Yeah. Women couldn't buy property or have a credit card or a bank account without their husband or father's permission. Until the 1970s? Pretty much, yeah. It was like 1960s, late 70s, early 70s. I didn't know that. That The credit card thing, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, it's crazy. I would burn shit to the ground. <laughs> I, I mean, you know me. Yeah. I, 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 like I always said, I'd you be one of those women burned to the stake for right. I'm if a witch. If you had been a, a woman in the 1950s, you would either have been right next to Glorious Diamond <laughs> in the feminist movement, like burning your bra and screaming at men, or you would have been one of those women who like murdered her husband yes. and burned your house to the ground yes. and gone to prison for the rest of your life. Yes. But you're like, well, at least I have my own bed. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. That would have been you in the 50s. I can't imagine not. Or driving, like not even driving on your own. Like my parents' neighbor passed away at the end of last month, something like that. Oh, the rhubarb neighbors? The rhubarb neighbor, yeah. And he's been their neighbor for the last 25, 30 years. It's their second, the couple's second house. They live full-time in Seattle. And they, he was like 93 and his wife's 84. And so she's now on her own. Oh. And she's pretty much an agoraphobic like she doesn't leave her house she doesn't go outside but she's never she doesn't even know how to access her bank account she's what? never written a check she's never paid a bill she's never gotten her driver's license what she was a hundred percent dependent on her husband for everything now what is she gonna do my parents are like helping her and her sister came into town and is like staying with her to help her out but she's like 100 percent dependent on other people because oh, she doesn't know how to do anything she doesn't know how to work a cell phone like even my grand my 95 year old grandpa who can't see figured out how to he has a cell phone and it's like a giant like button <laughs> cell phone. Even my grandpa. Like an iPad. <laughs> yeah. Even my grandpa knows how to use his cell phone to like make a phone call or like read a text or whatever. She has no idea how to do any of that. So she's probably suffering like big time. And they have, she doesn't, they don't have like a landline at their house. It Jack, Jack just had a cell phone. And so she's like. Shit. It, it's really. She's probably Shocking. terrified. Yeah, she's terrified. Oh. It's, it's sounds not, like someone needs to take care of her. Yeah, like she needs to move in with family or something. But like they didn't have any kids. So oh. she only has a, her sister and her niece. And it's like. That's sad. It is sad. I can't imagine being in that position though. But that probably wasn't uncommon when she was younger. Yeah. Like you're saying. Not uncommon, but even my grandma, who was very traditional and didn't like to drive. Oh, no, no. I believe the husband should be the driver. She said that? Remember when my grandpa was, like, blind and couldn't see anything? That's I was, right. I was at the eye doctor, and the eye doctor's like, are you still driving? <laughs> Mr. Magoo. <laughs> and my grandpa's like, yeah, I'm still driving. And the doctor's like, well, maybe your wife should do the driving. And my grandma says, oh, no, no, no. I believe the husband should do the driving 
And that is the moment I realized that my grandpa had been Mr. Magooing it around the city of Mount Vernon while my grandma sat in the passenger seat and told him, okay, the light's turning yellow. Okay, it's time to turn right. Literally, that's what was happening. Instead of her just driving Uh because she could see better? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Because the husband should be the driver, Lisa. (laughs) That makes a little more sense, like, when you tell me stories about your mom kind of along those lines of things. Yeah, how my dad fills out her ballot for her. Yeah. 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 And the control of the cupboard organization, (laughs) or lack thereof. Oh my gosh oh my gosh I had to, so my parents bless their hearts have been helping Sharon empty out the house it went on the market on Monday oh they, I bet that's gonna sell fast oh yeah they needs a completely new deck though what did it go for do you know I think they listed it at 585 <laughs> yeah it needs a new deck though which is gonna cost them like 40 grand whoever buys it to rip out the de- you know how expensive lumber is right now it's insane. No, I don't. We, last year, Why? Um, dema- supply and demand. Like transporting it from overseas? We have so much lumber here. Well, because of COVID, like production slowed down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good point. Uh-huh. Lumber mills Transit and stuff. Transit slowed, like everything slowed down. True. So there's a high demand and there's a low supply. So everything's, it's like double. So we wow. got a bid for a lumber package to rebuild the carport along the apartment. Uh, where Chris parks. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like our lumber package quote was like 3,500 in December. And we were like, well, it's winter. Just for the lumber. Yeah. Oh, let's wait on it. And then Justin got another bid last month and it was like 5,800 for the same exact material. So you're going to wait till it goes down? Yeah. Yeah, I would too. No way. Yeah. So... And you're just talking about a parking space, right? To uh-huh. A covered parking space? Yeah, probably like 300 square feet. That's insane. Yeah. He could chop down his own trees. Well, and then we'd <laughs> have to mill it and oh, cure he it. Make, he could make it out of pallets. The cardboard <laughs> out of pallets. Pallet world cardboard. Yeah. yeah, except we still need like trusses and stuff yeah, for yeah, the roof. Yeah, like, that's, that's the thing. That's so. true. Okay, so our last story is from USA Today, and it's dated May 18th, uh, 2021. And this takes place in Indianapolis, Indiana, home of Santa Claus, Indiana. Santa Claus, Indiana. And what was that place called? The Buffet. (laughs) No. (laughs) The Buffet. No, the Santa Claus Inn, I think. No, no, the the place with the water park. Oh, Holiday World. Holiday World. Or Holiday Land? No, Holiday World. I knew it was World something. Yeah. I was going to say Wonder World, but that didn't sound right. Wonder yes. World. The home of Holiday World, which was pretty awesome. It was, except you were sick. I know, which is sad because I really wanted to go it on. Was they so, had the best rides. They were, remember how I abandoned you because you were sick? Yes. And then I just hung out with a bunch of like 13-year-old kids. Yes. Like, come on, guys. Let's go to the next water slide. <laughs> and they probably thought you were their age. <laughs> it was so exciting. It was hot that yeah, day, too. It was. It was like it's awesome. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. That's the biggest water park I've ever seen. It, it was, was huge. huge. It was it was huge. And there was a theme park, too. We didn't even go to the no. theme park stuff. I didn't even know. I don't remember it had a theme park because every theme park I've been to that has a water slide area, it's, it's relatively small and never bigger than half the size of the park. Yeah. 
and it, there's only so many rides and you get bored. But this was like, I didn't even see all the rides. That's how many no, water was, rides there, there were. There's a lot. And the big raft ride was my favorite. Aww, that was so awesome. I think it's a go on that. Me and my friends went on. <laughs> Wasn't there like a super tall, w- like single water slide that was yeah, like scary looking? I didn't do that. I don't do those ones. Where you get like wedgies. Well, there's Water been a couple enema. times where people have like been decapitated on things oh. like that. Yeah, I don't do the steep slope ones. But Yeah, but yes, oh, I would highly God, recommend that Santa place. Claus, Indiana. Or the shoe hospital. The shoe. Home of the shoe hospital. <laughs> and the Holiday Inn. What was it? Holiday? No, it was like Santa Claus Inn or North Pole Inn, something like that. Yeah. And everything was Santa Claus and North Pole. In July. Wasn't it yes, June it or was July? July? It was awesome, though. It was so I fun. don't even know how we found that place. I'm going to go <laughs> to the buffet. I, I can't choose between chicken or waffles. <laughs> They're like, don't worry. We got, we're getting chicken, chicken and pizza. Pizza, that's right. Chicken and pizza. Duh, that's why we got the buffet. Yeah. <laughs> That was amazing. I can't choose between chicken or pizza. I couldn't believe my ears. I was it like, was like an SNL skit. Yes, it was. And this super hick accent. It was so funny. <laughs> and they were all sunburned. Remember? Yes. Sunburned? They, were, they were all like bright red. Yes. Like they didn't believe in sunscreen. No. <laughs> we didn't get sunburned. Because we used, remember how there's just like jugs of sunscreen everywhere? That's right. And the free soda fountains? Yes, yes that's right. That's the it was the best place, place in the world. Yes, it was so cool. I don't even know how we figured that out. How we even, I think we saw a commercial while we were getting a pedicure or something. Something, and we we're like, we're going. Yes. <laughs> it's only a three hour drive. Yes. <laughs> it felt a lot longer than that. Probably because you were sick. Oh, I was so sick. My God. <laughs> Thank you, good Lord. I never got the COVID virus. I'd have been screwed. Um, Okay, so in Indianapolis, Indiana, there is a black homeowner uh, named Carletti Duffy, I believe. And she was trying to sell her home. So she kept getting appraisals, as homeowners do Mm -hmm. when they're trying to sell. Well, she ended up getting three different appraisals. The first two appraisals she got severely undervalued her home and she was thinking was she looking at like comps around her neighborhood and she was like this isn't yeah and calculating what she paid for it so many years ago Mm -hmm. and knowing that other homes have you know she wasn't in like a ghetto area but she wasn't in like a super rich area there but just a normal suburban area but you if you're like just any other right i'm sure she probably like went on zillow and looked at her house and then um, if it wasn't on the market yet, it would have been like, this house isn't on the market. Um, other houses in the area are, and they right. show you like houses in the neighborhood are, right. and you see their listing price. Right. And then she was probably like, this doesn't look like the listing prices I was looking at. Right. So because she was so baffled by the first two appraisals, um, which I think came in bet- one at 125000 and one at 110000 mm-hmm. which was the second appraisal. She'd asked her friend, who happened to be white, to stand in for her during the third appraisal, and she would be nowhere near the house, and the third appraisal person, who was a completely different person, would just think the white friend was the homeowner. Mm-hmm. And 
at looking at the third appraisal after her friend was done doing that, her home value shot up significantly. It actually doubled in value. Wow. So I think it went up to $250,000. Holy crap. Yeah. So, um, no, I'm sorry. It shot up from 110000 which was the last appraisal, to $259,000. Wow. And she, she was saying, I had to go through all that, have my white friend stand in just to say that I was right, that, mm-hmm. that this, this is why. And just because she was a black homeowner. And, um, she had to, she stripped her sign, her home of any signs of like Rachel cult, racial culture identity or anything that <laughs> Probably took African all her family pictures down or whatever. Yeah. Um, and had her, her white husband of a friend stand in for her during the appraisals visit. Wow. Well, and he was a man too. White man True. versus black woman. Obviously it's going to. Yeah. Wow. And so she, now she wants justice and she, uh, along with the fair housing center of central Indiana, Duffy has filed for fair housing complaints against the mortgage lenders and appraisers. She accuses of devaluing her home because of her race housing experts and historians say residential real estate has been historically marred by discrimination across the nation. Homes owned by black Americans are significantly undervalued next to homes in comparable white neighborhoods, according to a study by Brookings. I, I, when I read this, I was just like, what? I, I'm not black. Obviously I know that racial injustice is rampant in around the world and in our nation for sure. But I've also never been a homeowner. So like that didn't even cross my mind. That wouldn't have even crossed my mind to have, like if it was me putting my house up for sale, I wouldn't have even thought twice about having myself stand in. Like that wouldn't have been something I was worried about. Right. Exactly. There's just so much privilege that we don't even know we have. We have no idea. I I just, it's fucking sad and infuriating. Did she, did the news publish the names of the first two lenders? No, not this article. Mm. Uh Uh-uh. And maybe that's because it's currently like legally pending yeah. action lawsuit. I, I, I don't know, that's but it wasn't just the appraiser, uh, appraisal company, but it was also the mortgage lenders yeah. that were discriminated against her <coughs> and devaluing her property by significant amount. Yeah. How does it shoot up from $110,000 to 259? That's more than doubling. Yeah, that's the that's price. not like, oh, you need a new roof or oh, you know, you've got some siding that needs repaired. That is not like minor or even major. That's like 100 so it went from 125 to 159. So 125,000. Um in the Midwest, that would be a full home gut remod. The cost of like com- taking your home down to the studs and rebuilding it. Yeah. There's no way there was that much work no. that needed to be done. No. All she did was strip down some pictures yeah. and some decorative items and trade herself for a white man. That's all ins- she did. That's insane. Yeah. That's so crazy. I guess. Well, because the thing is, is she probably was 
using the appraisal, trying to get a great number for her house in order to qualify, because there's like the loans that you qualify, but they're, what are they, contingency? Or like you qualify for them, but only if your house sells for a certain, and your house, if your house sells for a certain amount, you're qualified for a certain amount over it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably what she was in the process of doing. Probably. So the amount of her loan approval was probably based on her home value right and if it was less than half then the house that she then the loan that she was going to be approved for was probably less than half of what she was looking for right so that could have not just screwed up the sale of her home but like her whole plan like wherever she was planning to move or right whatever like it would have messed up her whole life. Right. And then if white people bought her house, they could have flipped it and then... Made 125000 immediately. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Which is so fucked up. I guess uh, later in the article, I, I didn't realize this, but they got a one, I don't know if it's a last name or first name or a name of the company, but it says Appraiser Boston denied the allegations he said my appraisal reports are data driven i could care less about culture or sexual orientation he said it's all about bricks and sticks and dirt that and all the other uh remaining appraisal correspondents declined to to comment that's the only comment they when they reached out to everybody that's the only comment they got obviously that's not true obviously yeah if the yeah, you can't really argue that. No. I'd like to see other homes that he's appraised. And right. How he's appraised. Like, yeah, that's. She said that um, the homeowner said that her sister lived somewhat nearby and had her home appraised roughly at 198000 in 2019. Mm-hmm. And so she's thinking, well, I can at least get that much for yeah. mine. And so when probably she, like, she's probably hoping like 215, you know, with the market right. being hot right now and stuff. Right. So when she went to the um, appraisal company in March and April of 2020, that's when they valued her home at 125 and less. And so she had some idea of what it should be or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. That's really discouraging. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's not good. It's really not good. Yeah, it's sad. And that's the gist of the article. But I, I, I couldn't believe my eyes when I read that. There's just so much hate and... I don't have the, I'm not like super vocabulary woman, but just grossness in people. Yeah. It's, and it's almost not even hate. It's just like a selling short of somebody's value. Automatically. Yeah, automatically selling somebody short. Because of the melanin in their skin. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. So if let's just say Barack Obama didn't become president, no one knew who he was. If that was him and Michelle selling their house in that same situation, the same thing would happen to them, even though he was going to be president one day or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. And also it's the house. You're like, you said, I judge sticks and stones and dirt. And it's like, well, 
you clearly weren't if this clearly if your colleague a year later evaluated the same quote data and came up with twice the amount of right like do those appraisers do they get like i don't know do they you have you pay for an appraisal right so i'm th- i'm just thinking like what incentive would you have to undervalue a property it's a flat fee so it's not like it's a percentage okay. of the home value yeah like to get an appraisal for my grandmother's home when I was looking to sell it was I think between 1500 for like a basic, basic one and like six grand Mm -hmm. depending on who I called and that kind of stuff. And it it was a flat fee. It wasn't a percentage. Right. Hmm. Which is maybe they so expensive if you ask me. Right. And maybe they also automatically judge like, on what you're willing to pay. Like, I don't know, maybe that weird bias is like in the back of their mind, like, oh, they only wanted to pay for the basic appraisal. Or oh, whatever. maybe. Maybe. I don't know. People are weird. They are. They didn't want the premium package. <laughs> yeah. They, and it's like, huh. Or maybe the first two appraisals were like racist, which it seems like they obviously were. And they didn't really take their thorough time and they just kind of did a browse and they're like, oh, yeah, just mark down a number. I want to get out of here or something. Something. Yeah. Because they didn't want to. I don't know. This is fucked. Yeah. Anyways. That sucks. So sorry I didn't have any more encouraging stories. And all the animal stories I found were discouraging too. All the animal bears in the news I found were sad too. No happy bears in the news. Like the polar bear who ate the rubber ball that was thrown into his cage at the zoo and died about that oh yeah sad um yeah and then there was a a bear cub that was hit by a car (gasps) in yosemite and the mom just like stood over it and like no don't tell me i can't okay no and was sad and like waiting for it to wake up yeah oh a lot of sad bears in the news i just want to say to every our two listeners (laughs) If you're going out in nature, like I had to give my son and his three friends a lecture when we went hiking on Saturday. Did We're they here. feed the bears? No. I, was, oh, I Before we even left the parking lot, I was like, we are here and this is nature. This isn't our home. This is nature's home. And we're going to leave no trace, which means not just throwing, not throwing garbage on the ground. We're not going to break branches. We're not going to eat all the berries on the trail. We're not going to go off the trail. We're not going to break stumps apart. You know, we're just going to leave things as they are. But another really important thing to remember while you are out in nature, and we've talked about this a little bit before, is don't leave food lying around. Right. Okay. Don't leave. I like I. A couple times I picked up Cheez-Its off the ground. How dare they precious Cheez-Its that were dropped on the trail. And it's like, yeah, it'll just break down. But it's also going to attract animals. And just like throwing your apple core into the woods. Apple cores are food source and they're going to attract animals. So just everybody stop feeding the bears. Everybody stop speeding through yosemite and hitting bear cubs just leave the bears alone leave the bears (laughs) alone please that's my bear plea today 
That's a good one. There's, there's nothing like, well, for me personally, I didn't realize I was the type of person until I got a dog, but to see an animal in pain for some reason, yeah, it almost hurts me more than to see a person in pain, which really devastates me. Well, because but I can't people handle can it. reason it like you can explain to a person you've broken your leg. Yeah. We're going to get you to the hospital, whatever. You can explain that to a person. You can't explain that no. to an animal. They're just scared and in pain. Yeah. Like Melly, um, this week I had to take her to a vet in Arlington because all the vets here were booked until yep. like into August. So there's one vet in the area who takes walk-ins. And she had, on Sunday, she had her, you know, their claws. Somehow she had ripped the claw back. And so it was, like, hanging back like this. And just the raw tissue of her toenail was, like, open and exposed. And, and you she, couldn't clip the nail off? I could clip the nail, but it's, like, that quick yeah, under the yeah, nail, which yeah. is, like, the nerve tissue Super sensitive, and yeah. And it, like, bleeds if you nick it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yes. So she was, like, limping around, oh. and I felt really bad. And I tried to tape it up, but she, of course, chewed it off. Of course. So then I took her to the vet, and it was, like, a whole day thing because I, I got there as soon as they opened, and there's already, like, eight people in line ahead of me. Oh. So we stood there for, like, an hour and a half before they got me checked in. And then I had to leave her there because they're like, it's at least four hours Damn. to see her before we see her. So they just put her in a cage in the back, which she's like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. yeah. And so, and then I left and I had to like do my work and stuff and they really couldn't do anything like, cause it's a nail. Yeah. So they trimmed it and they cleaned it and they tested it for infection and it wasn't infected and they gave her pain meds and stuff and they just were like... They couldn't wrap it or anything? No, because she'll just chew it off. They were like, just try to keep her inside and not active for the next few days. They said it is starting to heal. Like we can see new nail growing, which is good. You just have to be kind of careful with her for the next few days. But she was like... And that was like minor. That was like a minor little thing. And I felt so bad for her. And then she was like so happy to be out of that because she was in that kennel all day. Yeah. And she almost like choked herself coming out with like the vet tech when she saw me and she was so excited. And usually I put the dogs in the back of the car with the cage, but I let her sit in the front seat with me because she was so, I so, felt so bad for her. She stick her head out the window? No, because she gets scared in the car. So she just curls, oh. she just curls up in a little ball. Oh. And so I just petted her all the way oh. home. But I felt so bad. And that's like a minor, minor yeah. thing. So I know what you mean. Yeah. Breaks your heart. So, okay. So on a lighter note, I found this really funny thing. You know, the dodo? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. They shared this story of this couple who the cat is like, here's the cat. The cat is like obsessed with the husband, right? (laughs) Look at that face. Obsessed with the husband and never paid attention to the wife. And the wife was so jealous. She was (laughs) like, the cat just completely ignores me. Why does the cat ignore me? And then she thought, well, maybe it's because my husband has a beard. So she bought herself a fake beard. <laughs> Look at that. And, <laughs> now the cat loves her. And then her. the cat loves her. 
That's awesome. So when she wants to cuddle with the cat, she puts her fake beard on and then the cat like cuddles with her face. Weird. Isn't that so funny? I thought that was the most. That's hilarious. I thought that was a pretty amazing thing. Very yeah. smart. I wonder what it is about a beard that a cat likes. I don't know. Oh, they have fur. They must be like me. Look at uh, look at her face. <laughs> look at look at the <laughs> googly eyes. It's so funny. So that was funny. That is funny. I enjoyed that. It gave me a it gave me a kick. That's cute. So, what do you uh, what do you recommend? Um, reading watching listening to oh let's see um i recently finished a series on uh prime video called the boys which i did not think i'd like because i'm not a big oh, superhero fan person that at my house because yes. it was on my prime yeah. yeah and i haven't watched it either i thought it'd be stupid i'm not a big superhero unless like it's wolverine that's really the only superhero i've ever either. liked since i was little and um I was just couldn't find anything to watch and I was I wanted to find a series that I could get into. And I kept seeing it and kept seeing it for like ever. And I was like, I'll find I'll give it a shot. And it is fucking hilarious. I is laughed it? so hard. Is it not like an action? It is, but, but it's so funny. Oh, okay. And the main character guy, he's this like uh East London blimey yeah, Anglo Saxon like hardcore poor slaggy British guy and it's just hilarious like even the superheroes and it's 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 brilliant synopsis because the whole premise is what if superheroes were real in real life and what would it look like and Mm -hmm. it talks about this big corporation that that spot like has like superheroes like athletes and 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 they make money off these superheroes and they send these superheroes to save lives and and promote them and and the social media and the PR that's involved and well if you really, want him to save your cat out of the tree it's yeah, five hundred dollars kind or whatever. of yeah yeah and the, there's this one all American like Superman hero called Homelander and he's Homelander. like this <laughs> yeah he's like this blonde like all American has a flag cape and oh, like big buff blonde <laughs> douchebag he's like a that remember um, Idiocracy. Yes, yes. Remember yes. Pre- the president Notch or what it was? Terry Crews played him. Yes, he was like an ex wrestler and he yes. just wore like American flag. Yes, so yes, <laughs> like that. And but it's like, what if this was? Re- they really yeah. dug into what if this is real life and how these superheroes are like. Some of them are like love murdering people and and it like taking their strength that like you know like they're really like mm-hmm. homelander is so full of himself but at first you don't realize that like he's this all-american perfect saint right mm-hmm. and and then like one guy is like super stretchy and he like can have sex with three different people like have sex with one person like go, go over here stretch out 20 feet and make out with these people and like what if it was real life behind the scenes what are they really like like in the public they're these amazing superheroes right but they're really just like people and because they have super strength their superpowers they exploit them and take advantage of it and they're really just like effed up <laughs> and it's just hilarious i'll have to, I'll have to start watching it's that. really funny and it's really really good like this exact this is exactly how it would play out if superheroes really existed and it is i really enjoyed it i got hooked there's two seasons and i think a third one is coming and i can't wait and i really really liked it so okay it's hard for me to find funny stuff lately like that was really funny not stupid 
not yeah. bad like just dumb comedy where that you know like it's just slapstick and stupid dude where's my car or you know i can't stand <laughs> comedy like that dude where's my car unless it's will ferrell then i love will ferrell <laughs> But this was just really creative and well thought out. And the characters are awesome and like spot on and so hilarious. So I would highly recommend that. Okay. What about you? Is that it? That's the only thing you That really I can think of, yeah. yeah. No podcast? Uh, no, I've just been listening to Crime Junkie lately. Oh, I started watching the uh, Catch and Kill podcast turned documentary on oh, HBO with good? Ronan Farrell. The, really good. Did you listen to the podcast? I did. It's so good. It is. It's and and this is like better because... Do they... I saw that he actually interviews people. Right. And he records and documents like during the podcast of the making it. He documented wow. it with the video camera as right. well. Well, because initially, remember, it was supposed to be a video thing. It was supposed to be NBC video expose. Oh, no. And then NBC killed it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And he interviewed his boss at NBC this la- last episode. Whoa. And it was really good. Oh, my gosh. Really okay, good. I'm going to have to. And they, like, expose all these people at NBC that <clears throat> they had meetings with and pleaded with and that sh- shot it. it down. Yeah. They show their picture and their name and it's oh great. Oh, my God. It's good. Great. Good. Yes. Did it's you excellent. watch the uh, the pharaoh versus um what's that douchebag's name woody pharaoh versus allen no hbo no i tried it it's like the first 10 15 minutes and it got was boring it it's it's a it's worth it it's actually it's really good it is slower like it's but it gets better well, they they have to set up the history of the relationship before they get into the abuse of the, the daughter. Yeah. But it's it's really good and it's horrifying how many people... Like Finding Neverland horrifying? Yeah. That was horrifying. Yeah, like the doctors who were um, like a social worker in New York City who was tasked with interviewing the daughter... And believed the daughter that she was being abused by Woody Allen was ordered to stop his investigation by his boss in New York City. Department of of, of Human Resources or or Human Services? Services. Yeah. How? 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 How did he get? Because New York City fucking loves Woody Allen because he shoots all his movies there. They make millions of dollars off of Woody Allen. Then that manager, or whatever boss guy, shouldn't be in that position. I don't think he is anymore. But the guy ended up so upset he quit. Wow. He was like an award-winning, like he'd won several awards for social work, wow. and was like their top employee. And they and he quit. Good for him. And then like they sent the daughter, um, the courts, or she was ordered to get psychiatric evaluation by uh like a psychiatrist and two nurses and it like was like something was wrong with her well it's like part of the procedure if you're oh. if you're doing if you're taking someone for criminal charges oh, okay. for child abuse like it's something that has to be done okay so the place she was sent to was like another upstate new york place where the doctor said she's lying. They interviewed her something like 14 times, which is unheard of. Like usually a child? Chi- children are not interviewed 
about abuse that many times. And the doctor said, she's lying. She's making it all up. And so when Mia Farrow's attorneys were like, well, we want to see your interview notes. And he said, I don't have them. They were destroyed. I destroyed them. And so they were like, is that usual? And because they were like interviewing another like child psychologist. And she said, I've never heard of case study note, like case notes being destroyed ever. No, that doesn't happen. But there's all these people who like were protecting Woody Allen. Did, what, did it end up that Woody Allen is paying these people off or getting I don't know. to them somehow? I don't know. Oh. We don't know. But it's re- it was it was a hard watch, but it's well worth it because that's horrible. It's it's horrifying what that family has been through. And this was the adopted daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to give it a try then. <sighs> give it a try. I will. Um. So for myself. I've been so I listened to a really good audiobook called Humankind A Hopeful History and the author's name is Rutger Bergman and he's I want to say he's Danish but he kind of um it's been kind of a challenge for me because his thesis is that people are not terrible awful beings like we're told we are like naturally yeah that way his argument is that humanity um the worst of humanity is brought out by things like um things like big like large civilization and um governmental hierarchy and armies and borders and boundaries and his argument is because he's a he's an anthropologist and so he studied like ancient 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 civilizations and he's like in all of the early human settlements that he studied where it was like a small group of people hunter gatherers kind of just living on their own and they would travel and they would eat meet other groups of people but he said there's like almost no evidence of warfare on the bones of these people like no there's violent injuries but it's mostly like a broken leg which could have happened from a fall or being hit by a boulder or an animal or something he said there's no there's hardly any evidence of like cut marks on people's remains and he's saying this is because it was less populated well he was saying that there was less incentive there's less reason for people to fight amongst themselves because, because there's no government there was no this is my land you can't be here oh, this I is see. my property I you see. can't touch it there was less of that and his argument is as soon as farming began and then walls started being built things got weird with that makes people sense. but it's i would actually really recommend it it's on ibooks and i'm sure it's on other platforms but it's been a bit of a challenge for me because you know how i am i'm i assume everybody's the worst a and serial I, killer until she gets I, to know you yeah and i don't <laughs> i don't give anybody the benefit of the doubt but he was giving all these like story after story after story of um people who it's like when you put them in certain situations and it's like, 
um, you're going to, you assume like they're going to do terrible things to each other and they don't. Mm. Or all these case studies where people did do terrible things to each other, like the Stanford prison experiment and all these others. He said, if you actually go and look at the science, these studies should have never been published in the first place because they weren't true scientific studies like the Stanford prison experiment. Have you ever heard of this? Mm. It's uh, these, so it's, it's big in psychology books. It's big, you know, people talk about it all the time about how people are just desperately wicked. Look at the Sanford prison experiment. And it was a professor took like 20 of his students and 10 of them became prisoners and 10 of them became guards in the basement of his laboratory for like a weekend. And they like documented what happened and there was like mental breakdowns and fighting and the guards became cruel and taunting and abusive and vengeful. Just over a weekend? It was over like a few day period of time. And so people have been citing this study since like the 60s of like people are just desperately wicked, horrible things. But then you go back and you look at the study and he actually met with the 10 students he chose to be prison guards and actually had like a powwow of like, how can we make this terrible for people? Oh, which isn't. It's not science. No. It's like a film. Right. Or a game. And so instead of just like 10 people coming in fresh with no coaching, no prepping, nothing raw, it was 10 people came in understanding that they were supposed to make it terrible for the other 10 people. Yeah. So that study should have been debunked long ago, but people are still using it as evidence. Right. Right. Yeah. So he goes through all these case studies and debunks them and goes into like the actual science of it. And like, this should have never been published. This should have never passed peer review. Like this should have, if he's right, then he's right. Yeah. So, and then, um, you know, the Lord of the flies book. Yeah. Okay. Where all the kids just like ended up, murderous and killing each other well there is a case of an actual lord of the flies happening to a group of boys in like polynesia and they didn't do that they set up like okay these two people have chore duty for today like they set up a whole little society with like agreed upon like if you're mean to each other if you're fighting with someone those two people have to go to opposite ends of the island and cool off and once they come back they have to make up and shake hands like none of the terrible things that happened in lord of the flies which is everybody's like well just look at lord of the flies this is what would happen if humans were just left on their own without government or whoever to tell them what to do these actually these boys lived like this for 18 months with no no, like, yeah, they had, like, squabbles and stuff. Of course. But nobody threw a rock on top of another kid to murder them. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so he kind of debunks all this, quote, science and psychology that we've taken as the gospel truth yeah. for, like, the last 70 years. Yeah. And, like, people, most people are actually just trying to do the best for in their lives yeah and it's usually outside circumstances that cause us to be terrible to each other that makes me think of the cycle of abuse yeah like I know a person I won't name but was a very very sweet and tender-hearted kid very sweet always infectious smile just would smile for no reason and was abused 
by her mother and now she's severely abusive and that's what happened to her mother when she was a kid Mm -hmm. it's this cycle and i wonder she would have been like the sweetest person if her mother had not been in the picture and not and her mother hadn't been abusive right mother yeah so it's kind of that's kind of his argument is we need to all start being kinder and assuming better of each other yeah and i really struggle with that especially this day and age with the news and stuff so i've really been trying to like not assume everybody's terrible especially when you've been taken advantage of like you know you and i both have yeah and um you know trauma trauma yeah and i just it's been really good so and it's a challenge um but i think it's a really good read because we also get down on ourselves like i'm just a piece of shit and i'm a terrible person and it's like that's been me lately yeah so i actually would really highly recommend listening to this book um humankind a hopeful history is it a new book um when was it published no i want to say it was published a couple years ago but um he the author doesn't read it himself because he's got a very heavy danish accent he gives the foreword to the book and then the rest of the book's read by a very soothing british voice nice so that's nice um so did you have, I, to, did you have to buy it i did have to buy it off ibooks was it expensive I don't remember. Okay. But if you have a library card, you might be able to find it on the library or oh, listen to it on that. like Spotify. I have no idea. Okay. But um, so that was really good. I recommend that. Yeah, that sounds like amazing. It sounds like everybody should read that. Everybody should read this book. Yeah. Because it really, it would, it would change a lot of opinions of a lot. But yeah. That should be a required reading book in high school, if you ask me. Yeah, like basic psychology. like And if the fact that these studies are still cited as That's truth, up. I'm like, this is not okay. Because I've even talked about these studies before. Like, see, you know, Stanford Prison Experience. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I've yeah. talked about these studies before. Right. And it's like, oh, that is junk science. That's junk science. Yeah. That's somebody just trying to publish a paper yes and get notoriety that's yes. what that is yes um and then there's a podcast i've been listening to called um hope through history it's kind of talking about unsung heroes of american history yeah. which is really good and uh, watching i don't know audrey Audrey and I started watching Modern Family together. She'd never watched it, so we I know started how much watching you love it. that show. So I, I, it's like I watched it when it aired on TV. So some of these episodes, like I haven't seen in twelve years, and so I don't remember them, and I'm like laughing my ass off. <laughs> Welcome to how my brain works yeah, with almost everything almost I everything. watch. It's like why uh, I've seen it six months ago, but I don't remember anything about it. It's like so watching funny. it all over yeah, again. Yeah, so that's been really fun, and. I don't know. There's. I feel like there hasn't been any really good shows. There hasn't. Or I've been comedy. searching yeah. hard lately. Oh, wait. There is something on HBO that you're going to laugh your ass off what? about. It's called Wellington Paranormal, and it's on HBO. And it's the same. The guy who produced The Flight of the Concords. Yeah. And um, the Reese Darby, the short, the short poppies mockumentary. Do you remember that with the lady legs contest? No. Remember that? Short oh. poppies. Okay, never mind. I won't get into that. Okay. But 
on HBO, there is a show called Wellington Paranormal, and it's about the police force in Wellington, New Zealand, and the sergeant has got it into his mind to start a paranormal investigation unit, but the two officers he's assigned to are kind of, like, clueless. (laughs) The very first episode, there's, like, a girl possessed by a demon, but they don't catch on to the fact that (laughs) she's, like possessed by a demon even though her like eyes are glowing <laughs> and she's like crawling on the ceiling and they're like could you could you just come down and, and like sit down <laughs> so is it like a a series or a mockumentary it's a mockumentary okay, and it. so far there's three episodes like there's one dropping like every sunday or something okay. wellington paranormal i've been laughing my ass off the first one the first episode is demon possession the second one is alien <laughs> abduction and the third one was like a ghost like a haunting yeah <laughs> one of the ghosts was and you know how ghosts like some you know, halloween ghosts have like a sheet yeah this one was a crochet blanket ghost <laughs> <laughs> but right it, up your alley i know i was laughing so hard so that's what i would recommend and i would recommend everybody listen to the audiobook humankind or pick it up and read it but I like to listen to it, like, in the car. Yeah, good call so on that. That's what I recommend. Found it. So with that, stay informed, stay hydrated. But don't drink the Kool-Aid. Good night. Good night.